0: The Bearcat Basketball Podcast is now presented by the Healthcare Management Group. Shout out to everyone at HCMG, and thank you for the support. Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC Bearcat Basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, my man, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. Now you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham, Meacham spelled M-E-A, C-H-A-M. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn, just Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, BigMeach41, and thanks to my producer, the new head coach of the Walnut Hills Eagles, Stu Holt. He got me on TikTok at AlexMeacham41. Now, Bearcat fans, I'm excited to welcome in this Bearcat commit. He is a 6'7 four star shooting guard from Cincinnati, Ohio, who was fresh off of leading the Taft Senators to a Division Three state title. Bearcat Nation went crazy when he decided to become a hometown hero and commit to the University of Cincinnati I would like to welcome in Soon to be number three for the Bearcats Ravon Griffith What's up Ray? What's up, how you doing? I'm doing well man, good to see Man you've been like everywhere Yeah I've been everywhere, you know Last season at AAU so I had to go off on a good note Yeah you feeling good man, you look happy I'm feeling great Yeah, yeah. I love it man uh, so, we first met a year ago, February of 2021. Yep. We did What's in Your Bag interview, my high school basketball interview series. So, God, it's been quite the year for you. I mean, so much has happening. And, and Coach Stu over here, we were talking about the last time we did an interview until today, like so much you've accomplished. And we were thinking about the interview we did and now what you've accomplished, man. And it's been really cool, you know, to see that. And then coming off a, a state title... Committing to the Bearcats, you know you're on a level right now. I'm gonna put you up there with Joe Burrow. You up there with Burrow right now? I'm honored.
1: I'm honored. You, you <laughs> up
0: there with like people in the in the natty sports figures? I'm gonna put you up there with with Joe Joe Breezy, Is it Joe Breezy, or Shiesty or Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. Joe My bad. I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Breezy. I just made that up. All right, we're gonna go with that. Um, so, and I want so the the point of this podcast today, Ray. Is I want Bearcat fans not to just learn about you know Rayvon the player because there, there's a lot of content out there about you, mm-hmm. but I really want to dive into Ravon the person because if you look at some of the best basketball players that have either come through UC guys in the NBA, when you really take a deep dive into that player as a person, you find out why they're so excellent on the court. Mm-hmm. So we're going to accomplish that today. Let's do it. You ready? This next segment is sponsored by the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Cincinnati. They have a new flexible bachelor's degree that will allow you to graduate conveniently and affordably. You won't lose any credit or have to start over. So you committed to the Bearcats, and, uh, but I, I want to take a kind of a step back, kind of go through your journey a little bit. Tell everybody where you grew up. I grew up in Lower Price Hill slash, uh, slash downtown area. Okay,
1: good deal. Um, who got you into basketball? My great friend, BJ, uh, he passed away, unfortunately, but uh, he got me to playing basketball when he passed away because it
0: was his dream, so. Okay. Now, how old would how old would he be right now? Same inches?
1: He, he would have been 19, 19.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I assume a lot of times when you play, you play for him. Yeah, for sure. Every time I go on the court, just think about him. You know, anytime
1: I get tired, I just doing it for him, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, when you first started playing, what type of player were you? I was just, i was in like
1: fifth, sixth grade. So I was like taller than everybody. So I was a post player. They just yeah. throw it in, I'll score. Or like I got my first dunk in sixth grade. So if I get a fast break, I'll just dunk it or something. So I was really a dunker. I couldn't shoot the basketball for nothing. So I was mainly a dunker and a post
0: player. When you first started playing, did you realize like, oh, I could be pretty good if I put my, my time in, or did we just hooping? I ain't see it. Everybody used to tell me you could be good, you know, you young, dunking and
1: stuff like that. You're gonna get taller, you can be good. I ain't really thinking nothing of it at that first until I really start, you know, watching film on myself and seeing videos and me start blowing up to really, you
0: know, know I can do this. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of players that kind of come up. They first start playing and they're just hooping. They don't really know how good they are to hear from people. And sometimes that's better when you just you find that passion and that love. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, Lannis Timmons. Yeah. So LT, he, he was one of my first coaches. For real? Yes. That's crazy. When I was a little kid. I was at UC Bearcat basketball camp when I first learned how to play. And they separated us into teams. Mm-hmm. He was my coach. That's one of my first ever coaches, man. So that's my guy. Known him a long time. He was the first one to tell me about you years ago. Mm-hmm. He told me. He said, man, you got to check out this kid, man. And I said, really? He's like, no, he's the, he's the truth. Mm-hmm. And my man LT has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. He knows who for sure when he tells me somebody can go I know they can go sure. so definitely shout out uh, coach Timmons yeah shout out coach now now let's talk about your support system right your village because you know I don't care who you are basketball player baseball player business person everybody has a close circle a family a village that helps them guide them through things everybody has that so for you Ray who is that Tremaine D's, Rendell, Dominique, and
1: there's it's always been, you know, my support system, every decision I made and my parents obviously. Every uh every decision I made, you know, uh come within our circle and it's always been us, you know, ever since I started taking
0: basketball serious. Yeah. Um, and, and what type of advice do they give you along this journey here? What what are some of the things that you like? Man, they always say that to me.
1: Uh never get satisfied. I you know I accomplished a lot, but you know, the job not done. You know, I know I can you know, and I want to achieve more. So they always tell me, you know, the job not done.
0: Yeah. So let's let's jump into uh, Taft a little bit. Um, how do you end up at Taft? What's the connection there? It's crazy because I, originally I was supposed to go to Hughes. okay, But then
1: I didn't really feel like that was a good fit for me. So I was trying some other schools out and stuff like that. I tried out like four different schools and reached out to them and stuff like that. And then, you know, uh, Leroy and Markwise, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Nakai, you know, they was all at TAF. And, you know, yep. I knew them from, you know, basketball and stuff like that. It's was like, just come down to TAF. So then we met with Coach Mitch and stuff like that. And, you know, we felt like it was a good
0: fit. So I just decided to go to TAF. How have you grown as a player during your time Taft, and obviously we're going to talk about where you're going next. But how have you grown as a player at Taft? Uh, I feel like I could dribble better, my shot got better, you know, moves got
1: better. I feel like I'm um, really developed myself into you know a real guard because I feel like I was just a driver, you know, going into Taft. Mm-hmm. I feel like really developed myself into you know a true guard. Was that a focus that the coaches talked to you about? Yes, yeah, so for sure. because, You know, I'm like, I know I'm not going to be like. 6'10 and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so you know I gotta develop out the stuff like shooting the ball consistently yeah uh being able to handle the ball you know just make everything fluently
0: well I mean you your style of play is not only right now but the future of basketball like gotta be able to shoot the ball you gotta be able to shoot it from deep Mm -hmm. gotta be able to run the floor all things that you do at a high level Mm -hmm. let's talk about this state championship run so Um, I thought it was a was a fantastic run. And there, there, there's some things that I want to ask you about this this run. But, you know, a lot of players whenever a, a team, whether you're high school, uh, college or the NBA, everybody talks about winning a championship for sure. Right. That first day you talk about winning a championship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes players have to make sacrifices as being a part of a team. 100%. Now going from The season prior, you averaged 23 points a game. Mm -hmm. The season you guys win the state championship, you averaged 20. Mm -hmm. Okay, so three less points. Were there sacrifices that you had to make that were were for the team in order to realize, hey, if I do this, it's going to help the team win?
1: 100%. My sophomore year. No, that team went to the final four. You know, we was just, you know, we really knew each other, we was real jailed together, so we got that far off, you know, chemistry. You know, my junior year, I feel like we had, you know, better players and stuff like that. So I didn't really feel like I needed to score the ball as much. Mm-hmm.
0: So I was more in a passing stage and, you know, so I did. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, um when you guys start the season, what was the discussion? Right? Coaches, players about winning a state championship? Like, what what did, what did were the coaches saying and what were the players saying? Uh, the players that returned, you know, we was
1: telling the new people that came in, you know, when we get to the tournament, don't think about state, you know, because it's more games. Mm. Like, it's, you got to take it game by game because yeah. my freshman year, that's what we was all thinking about is state. And then we ran into a team that wanted just as bad as us. Then we ended up losing to a team we wasn't supposed to lose to. So I was just telling everybody, you know, take it game by game because to get to state, you got to win this game. So yeah. don't think about it until we get there.
0: That's interesting because it's tough to get high school kids locked in to a tournament run. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I always say that the tournament is a season within a season, mm. right? You got your regular season, which prepares you for the state tournament run. But in order for Taft to win a state championship, you have to win eight games. Mm-hmm. You start February 19th to win a state championship. You finish March 20th. That's almost a month. To be locked in for a month as a team. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys start this off. The first four teams, you guys ran through. Yeah. Right? Was there a point during the run where you, Rayvon, were like, we got this. Like, we're going to win this.
1: A hundred percent. You know, my sophomore year, we lost in the Final Four. So, as soon as we won the Final Four, I knew. Like, we got this. You know, going into the game, I knew we had it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, finally getting over that hump, you know, that's a big relief. You know, it's a big relief because we lost on a buzzer beater. So getting over that hump, and, you know, we go going to the state game, you know, win or lose, you know, we're going to stick beside each other, but we know we're going win this. That yeah. was our mindset going into the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, it just even taking it back a little bit to the regular season, you guys start off the regular season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the first game you guys play, I think it was the first regular season game, you play Gahanna-Lincoln and get smacked, we right? Like 65-30-something, right? Get smacked. We got smacked. Now, after that game, though, and Trey's laughing, he's laughing you guys go on a five-game winning streak. For so. So did that game help you, and what did you learn from that? 100%. You know, because we
1: went into the season, you know, thinking it's going to be all good. We got everybody that could shoot. You know, we had a complete team. You know, we run into another team that had been together for a while, you know, yeah. another complete team. We got smacked. So, you know, automatically we wasn't satisfied no more. So we all locked in, and, you
0: know, we just went on a five-game winning streak. And it's funny how that works, though. Like, you know, you can look at that a several, several different ways. The two bookends of your, your you know, career or your, your your season last year was getting smacked mm-hmm. and then winning a state championship. Yep. So getting smacked really helps you guys. Yeah, for sure. Right? I love to get smacked early
1: yeah. and get it over with and then losing like, in the playoffs or something like that. So I'm glad it happened for sure.
0: And looking at the C-Mac and looking at the league, um, being that you guys had such a great tournament run, I mean, you guys didn't win the C-Mac. Mm-hmm. Woodward won and, and, and Paul McMillan, close friend of yours. Mm-hmm. You guys are close. And I tell you, it's cool because, you know, that that you two are close. And you look at rivalries in the city. Mm -hmm. I think Woodward Taft, you know, holds a special place in rivalries, right? Mm -hmm. That game is – like I was going to come to the one game, and I I couldn't even – I knew I wasn't going to be able to get there in time. Mm -hmm. It was going to be two-packed. And to have, you know, last year, you and Paul were were two of the biggest stars Mm -hmm. in the city, you know, going at it. I mean that's that type of energy in the city and that rivalry was, was definitely a special man. How, how was that for you? you no, know, it was great. You know, he won the best players in the city. I won the best players in the city.
1: So mm-hmm. you know, us to face off against each other and give the people a show, and you know, just to guard each other, you know, make each other better. You know, that's what it's all about, getting better. So you know, it's definitely good that, that you know I got to play against him. It definitely
0: matured me as a player. Yeah, and they they got you guys. Yeah. It's it's th- <laughs> <it> <laughs>
1: but you guys done. won it all. Yeah, so yeah, that's all that matter.
0: Yeah. No. No. No doubt. Um, so during the state championship run, and this is important, this is what I want a lot of Bearcat fans to, to hear, you know, your leadership during the run, did you change anything leadership wise, or did you lead the same way you led during the regular season? I definitely changed the way I would about myself.
1: I was definitely more serious. I had like Usually, if you know me, I like joke around a lot, but during playoffs, you know, you can ask anybody else around me. You know, I was locked in. I didn't really go nowhere but to the gym at home, yep. really, because, you know, it was kind of personal because we lost on a buzzer beater. So, yeah, it was personal for me.
0: I heard you were locked in. Yeah, for sure. When I told me you, you were definitely locked in, so that's good to hear. Um, that actual state championship game, uh, you guys end up winning 48 to 45, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and I'm always fascinated with this. So you're in the the biggest game, state championship game, halftime. What's halftime like? Knowing when you come out of that locker room, this is it. Uh-huh. This is it. We got it's go time. What was that halftime like? Definitely a time to correct
1: what we like the stuff we messed up on. So we which talk was about it? You remember? Oh, uh, definitely, I remember. Uh, rebounding. Uh backdoor cuts they got a lot of points off you know just backdooring us and stuff uh and just uh rebounding and backdoor cuts and uh, again stops for sure because they was like you know it it was toe to toe the whole time so getting stops
0: and how do you feel you played
1: i feel like i played good i feel like uh defense side definitely could have got better but i feel like i played good
0: what was that feeling like when uh when the buzzer sounded and you're looking around like what 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 was the first thing you thought about it's crazy because I'm on the bench. I fouled out. We mm-hmm. in
1: overtime. It's 48, 45, and then they got it under the basket. So I'm like, I'm shaking, but my fingers crossed the whole time. And then he came off with the play. I seen it hit the top of the backboard, and, then, you know, I just start crying. And it Did just you? went crazy because, you know, it's a relief because we worked so hard for it all year, and just, you know, it paid off.
0: I really a good feeling. Uh, next next couple of days were probably pretty cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Were you guys in the parade? Oh for yep. The, yep. Uh, yeah, yep. Opening in day, yeah, we sent parade. How was that? It
1: was great. We, we was walking around the city. Everybody knew who we was. on the state championship. You know, it's just a great feeling. You know that we could put on for the city for sure.
0: Yeah, when you guys were on that parade and you guys were kind of going around, obviously a lot of people. You hadn't made your decision yet for college. Mm. And I'm sure there were some Bearcat fans. Were any Bearcat fans yelling at you a little bit? 100%. 100%.
1: Everybody <laughs> on a Bearcat shirt slash Bengals shirt. Rayvon, going to UC. This home is where it's at. Yeah. And just stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's got to feel good. I mean, that, that's got to impact you when you're thinking about your decision.
1: Yeah, for sure. 100%. Because, you know, the fans are already with me before I, I decide I'm going to UC. So, you know, if I go, you know, I know they're going to be behind me for sure. Yeah.
0: So... I do wanna talk about the whole process uh, of the commitment. Um, and I've gotten to know Wes Miller and his staff very well, mm. huge fan. Like me being a former player, I grew up in the city. When I was nine years old, Ray, I wanted to play for the Bearcats. Mm. Like it, that's that's been my school. So whoever's the head coach of the basketball team, like I always wanna make sure that I know that guy real well, the mm. staff real well and like we're like locked in and coach miller man has just been he's been awesome and what i love about him is all of his players feel like they have a personal relationship with him off the court for sure and it's not just hoops mm-hmm. right so i'm mentoring one of the players on the team right now we went to dinner a couple weeks ago and he was talking about the things that him and coach miller were talking about off the court mm-hmm. and it was so deep it mm-hmm. was like like, he's getting this quality stuff from a hoops coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is big-time life stuff that's going to impact him for the rest of his life. And I think that's just – I think that's great for you, Coach Miller and his staff. What really, what really hits you that made you say, I need to go play for the Bearcats and Coach Miller and his staff? The little stuff. Coach Wes
1: Miller, you know, one of the assistant coaches showing up to – I think it was just a regular day at school we start school at like 9:45 at time. so him waiting for me just to get there just to say what's up and how the family doing and stuff like that and he said have a good day at school and left just little stuff like that and coach westmill you know when he talked to me you know he just so aggressive and so much energy like he really cared just about <laughs> just little conversations and stuff like that so that's definitely coach I want to play for
0: yeah that's that's good to hear man i'm i'm a big fan of his um so talked about the fan base earlier like on twitter they go crazy on they Twitter. Go crazy they go on crazy, on Twitter. crazy
1: on Twitter. Every time I post, like a, me at a football game or something like that, they'll repost it like a thousand hearts and like gifts, bearcat gifts. So it just go crazy. I'll be showing uh,
0: Deez and flea, and then like then they going crazy. And they're like, yeah, that's just love for sure. Yeah. So the the day you decided to to make your commitment, the uh, the process of that, who came up with that idea? <sighs> we was thinking about it.
1: It was kind of a little bit of everybody-like. So my brother Stax thought it would be good to do the trailer part. My brother Darius thought it would be good to, you know, uh, walk out on the road. And uh, Dale thought it would be good to do the gritty with Coach West Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, these just, you know, put it all together. So, you know, we all basically had a part, and we
0: talked about it, and if we liked it, that's what we did for sure. Yeah. Um. So it came down to – Five schools, mm-hmm. right? So UC, UCLA. Make sure I get this right. UC, UCLA, Alabama, Ohio State, Ohio State, and Kansas. Yep. Right. So, and not to, you know, talk bad or discredit any other schools, but um, what 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 pushed UC over the top, man? Consistency, for sure. Just culinary
1: day. Uh, just like I said, the little stuff. You know, talking to my mom. Uh, talk to my mom without me knowing. Know just checking up on her. You know, my mom plays a huge role in my life, so you know, just checking up on her and stuff like that. You know, that means a lot.
0: Yeah. Um. Some of my players from my AU program during the recruiting process were were like, "Man, there's no way he's going to U C. Man, you know, some of our players like their dads went to Kansas. He's going to Kansas. Mm -hmm. Man, you can't pass up Ohio State. You can't pass up UCLA. And I I didn't know what you were doing, but I would always say to him, I said, you know what there's something to say about playing in your own hometown mm. and being a star here and, and helping the program. For, sure. um, for you, being a hometown hero, like, what does that mean to you? It means everything,
1: you know, because I always felt like I was a, you know, hero in Cincinnati even when I wasn't hooping, you know, mm-hmm. just being around, you know, uh, my friends and stuff like that. I felt like I was a leader, you know, and I impacted them. So just now, you know, impacting you know, city, a city of Cincinnati just with basketball, you know, it means a lot.
0: Now, think about this. I haven't done all my research on this yet, Ray. You won a state championship in Cincinnati. When you win a state, a national championship, with the, notice when mm-hmm. you win a national championship with the Bearcats, I don't think anybody has ever, ever done that. Not that if if there is, I need to know that won a state championship and a national championship in their city. Nah, not that I know of. Let's do it.
1: Be the first.
0: Let's do it. (laughs) So with that being said, um, obviously you can't do it alone. Wes Miller's doing a great job of recruiting. How do you play into recruiting? Because nowadays, you know, all you guys know each other. You're communicating via social media. And let me tell you how crazy it is now compared to when I grew up. And you probably go think in your head like, oh, man, He's old. Back in the day when I played, this is a true story. This is crazy. You're going to be like, what? Back in the day when I was playing AU, we were playing in a huge tournament in Cleveland. All right? Cleveland has some of the top players in the country there. So everybody was coming in there. And we were playing this gym to have four courts going. We were playing on one court. After our game was over, one of the courts was like packed with people. So we walked over to see who was playing. And I'm looking on the court. I'm like, man. Is that who everybody's watching? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, man, he looks like Michael Jordan. It wasn't Michael Jordan. It was like, he looks like Michael Jordan. So he's playing. I'm like, man, that, that dude's pretty good. And like most people there didn't even know his name, Kobe Bryant. Court next to us, Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know who he was. Court next to us, Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. you talking about – I didn't even know who these people – because we didn't have the Twitters, the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. You had to go – to Kroger or a grocery store, Mm -hmm. get a magazine that had all the recruiting stuff and kind of research it. Mm -hmm. And you were lucky if you saw pictures, so you weren't sure. Think about this. I'm in a gym with Kobe Bryant. I don't even know who Kobe Bryant is. Like, don't know who he is. That would not happen. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. So you know, not only do you know who a lot of the top players are, you've got relationships with a lot of these these guys. And obviously, we can't talk a lot, lot about – you know your conversations with them because i don't want to i don't want to put that out there but you know they're guys that uc's recruiting um isaiah uh sure. uh sure. big tyler mm-hmm. um guys like that i mean you're friends with with those guys mm-hmm. and collier's like one of the top i mean the five-star guard that a lot of people are after and you have yep. a good relationship with them yep. yep. i
1: talk to isaiah all the time I- I was just texting like two days ago. I think after I played on ESPN, I'm mm-hmm. texting him and stuff like that. Like I texted him and said, I'd rather you throw me not passes. There's little stuff like that. Yeah. i recruiting him. Uh, you probably don't know it. Xavier Booker. Mm-hmm. He just shot up. Yeah. And stuff like that. He dropped he his top schools, I think, yesterday. And UC he's, was in there.
0: Is yep. it George Hill? Yeah. he yep. played for George Hill? Yeah. Uh, he played for Mikey Saunders' dad. Yeah.
1: And I'm definitely trying yep. to get Tyler there because I don't know how long I'm going to be at UC. So I yeah. want Tyler up there with me. So yeah, I'll be recruiting.
0: we need that and it it takes it takes in recruiting nowadays it takes a lot of people not just coaching the staff it takes players and somebody of you know not only are you a good player but your personality you're very well known across the country Mm -hmm. right and so a lot of these other players will respect you. And so when you have that conversation with them, like, Hey, I'm going to Cincinnati. Mm. They were even talking about them. We're going to, we're going to jump into the ESPN game here shortly, but mm. even on the ESPN game, they were like Ray Vaughn's a home. He's staying home. He's mm. going to be a hometown hero. And, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's, you're big in the recruiting process. And, um, Let's put this out there, man. You you know, you can tell Bronny to come on through too, man. <laughs> we'll take, we'll take Bronny too. What's sure. up, Bronny oh. slide through. Man. Yeah, come on, Bronny. Uh, big 12, mm. how much did that factor into your decision as well? 100%,
1: you know, it played a big fat, a big factor. Cause I want to play the best basketball, I'll play the best
0: competition. So us going to the big 12, you know, played a big part. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Um, some of those schools that are be coming in, you guys are going to go on the road, play the as the Baylor's, and all that. But, in, I mean, you never know. Uh, with all this conference realignment, there could be some other schools that come and join the Big mm. 12, some big schools, too, mm. just get even better. For sure. So, things are in a really, really good place. So, you're going to wear number three for mm. the Bearcats. Why number three? So, I started my brand. It's called The Last Hope.
1: Slash. You know, it's already RG3. so mm-hmm. We wanted something simple, too, so I put R3G. So, okay. Rayvon, my Jones, uh, my jersey number three, Griffith. So, started like that.
0: Okay. And, and this is out there? Mm-hmm. People can?
1: For sure. Like, we're uh, we going to start it back up. We just don't know when yet. Like, when I was at TAF, I can sell right. merch and stuff like that. So, we definitely started it and stuff like that.
0: We haven't made a date on when we're going to start selling stuff yet. So Okay make sure you let me know so we can blast that out there for sure let the people know um now in terms of you know this this is a little bit of a long-term question but have you thought about you know your your journey with the Bearcats um to the NBA because I think you you know obviously I think you'll be an NBA player at some point you know when that is we don't know mm. um for you and your eyes what are you thinking
1: Goal is, you know, my dream is to make it to the NBA. So, you know, if I have a great season like I know I'm going to have, you know, and stuff like that, and, you know, if I'm projected to, you know, go in the top 20, you know, I'm going to, you know, enter the draft. But my plan is to stay off four years for years. Sure. Okay.
0: All right. I like that. Good Good answer there. Um. So before we close out of the the Bearcat conversation, I want I do want to talk a little bit about AU. I'm going to mention a couple guys to you. I want to give you a little bit of advice, okay? Mm. When you go play for the Bearcats, there are three guys I want to mention. You may have heard of all three. I know you probably heard of one, Melvin Levitt. Yep. Heard Melvin. of Mel? Yep. The helicopter. Hmm. Kenyon Martin. Yep. The one of the goats. Mm-hmm. Another guy named Eric Hicks. I haven't heard of him. Okay. These three guys. Um. They represent UC basketball to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you have bits and pieces of all three of those guys. And if you can bring that at the highest level your first year, sky's the limit. Here's what I mean by that. Mel Levitt was my teammate. Mm -hmm. My man has so much energy. Man, when that ball was tipped to the buzzer sounded, you got nothing but energy. Mm -hmm. You have that. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, how high of a motor I think you have, and it's going to play well for you. Um, Kenyon Martin, another one of my teammates. Mm -hmm. We were there when he came in, I came in, and um, I watched him grow as a player. His mentality, his attitude. Kenyon was so focused in on being not only a great player, but getting to the league and being the number one draft pick. Mm. I mean, it was incredible. His my, we we were roommates on the road, and I would have conversations with him and his mentality, his attitude to come to work every day to be the be- He wanted to be the best Bearcat ever.
1: That's a great mentality, the, right? That's a great
0: mentality. He wanted to be the number one player in the country. He wanted to be the number mm. one draft pick. You know what? He left out of there. Naismith Player of the Year, mm. number one draft pick. He is the last, and he'll probably end up the last ever four-year player in college that goes number one. I don't think we'll ever see another four-year. I not even know that. Yeah, he's the last one. and I think he'll well, – he and I have talked about that. He's like, man, it, they'll probably never be – he'll be the last one. Mm. So you come in with that mentality and attitude. And then Eric Hicks. Um, Eric Hicks came in, and – I don't think anybody that I've seen during my lifetime came into the University of Cincinnati and when they left, you said, man, he gave everything. Mm. Like he left there like exhausted because he gave it all. Mm. Uh, I mean, Eric Hicks came in. He, before he came in, um, he could do a lot on the perimeter. He could jump. He could do a lot of stuff, but he got shot in the leg by accident at Mm. some kind of like festival or something before he even was supposed to report to UC. Mm. And so when he got shot the leg and he came to UC, they made him rework his body. He kind of became like a stronger post guy. Mm. And I'm telling you, man, he left UC as one of the baddest dudes and he left. And I mean, his senior year, everybody in the stands was on their feet because they knew how hard he worked and he left there Mm. and he reached his potential. So I think those three guys, I want you to remember those names. Mm. Hopefully, you have an opportunity to meet all three of those guys. If you can capture that, mm. they're going to build a statue of you out front, man, with the hair and everything, <laughs> man. So, I want to jump into uh, to AAU. Mm. Mm. I'm really excited about this part of the conversation because I'm an AAU guy uh, with all my teams. But um, I thought it was really cool, Ray, you know, your last year, that you had the opportunity to do – two things well three things but two things in particular uh the blue chip things was was cool yeah kind of exactly. bringing the band back together yep. talk a little bit about that
1: it was great they reached out to me uh a couple months before it was like we putting the team back who, together. who reached out to you uh Bronny. Bronny reached Dett. out to me it was like we putting the team back together uh it's gonna be an acronym it takes me to details and I didn't really think it was real, for real, for real. I thought he was just playing, like, just going to AU AAU tournament and stuff like that. So it was for real. And then he gave me all the details and stuff like that. I was like, I'm 100% doing this. You know, we putting a band back together. I miss my guys. And so, you know, he just texted me all the details and stuff like that.
0: And, you know, we did it, and it was great. Came together, and that's cool. And and you started what, – what what age was it when you started playing with the blue chips? 7 eighth grade. Okay. 7 eighth grade. Yeah. For you guys to come back at the, the tail end and to see the success – That all you all are having right now, what what was really cool, Mm. but I thought the event in Vegas, I I really enjoyed that, Mm. Um, and I thought you were cooking at at Mm. that first half. You were you were cooking. Mm. Um, So for those out there that didn't see it, um, it's kind of like a made for TV event with a lot of different AU programs um, playing, and in particular. Uh, Vaughn and uh, Midwest Basketball Club uh, played Strive for Greatness with with Bronny, and I'm telling you that game was a great example of um, teamwork. Yep, teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work, and I tell you, like your Midwest Basketball team, obviously a really good team. And I'll be honest with you, I've seen individ- I've seen teams with better like individual players. Y'all were smoking them Mm -hmm. because of how you guys played together. And that was what's so special. How did, first of all, how did that happen to where you guys gelled so well with Midwest and, and played so well together?
1: We've been playing well together, you know, all year. I think so. So, you know, they put a bunch of five stars and four stars together and stuff like that. So, you know, me being who I am, you know, a lot of them guys ranked ahead of me. So I went in there with a chip on my shoulder. Like, I know he ain't better than me. So I just got to go out here and show it. So, and I just told them before the game and stuff like that. Like, we got to go in here with the ads. We got to go here. Everybody do what we do. Stay simple. I feel like we can beat them. You know, that's just what we did.
0: And the one thing I noticed, um, which I've I've seen your game uh, plenty, but – that particular game, it really struck me, man. Just how high of a motor you have, but yet still under control. uh I was really—I tweeted that out, um, and I think me knowing now, me knowing West Miller and what he's trying to do, man, you're gonna fit so well in there. Mm. I mean, playing like you were active on defense. You're gonna play the passing lane. You're gonna get some steals. You're gonna come down, high flying dunk, and the crowd—the crowd's gonna go crazy. Mm. I mean, you got to be excited for that. For sure, 100%. But, yeah, I mean, you showed a lot of different things that game, you know, not only your ability to play the passing lane, you know, high motor, shoot the basketball, which is something you said you've, you know, you've really been working on, which I assume is you got to continue to work on that, um, you know, to the next level. Um, and by the way, real quick, and I'm I'm always a firm believer in this. Um, shout out your 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 teammates and your coaches at, at Midwest. Some of them.
1: Shout out Coach Cups. Shout out Coach Shepherd. You know they believed in us all year. You know uh, they was a big part to our success this year. You know, shout out my teammates. You know, I couldn't do it without y'all. You know we had a great year. We ended off the right way.
0: Yeah, for sure. That was that was a cool event. What did what did uh, Bronny have to say? I saw him talking to you a couple times.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Before the game, uh, you know, we just talking about stuff. You know, we don't really talk about the game and stuff like that because we rarely see each other. So a little time we got, you know, we just chop it up and stuff like that, and it's always laughs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. He didn't say, like, man, y'all cooking us right now because <laughs> y'all were cooking
1: now. <laughs> nah, I bet they were surprised.
0: Though. Oh, I, oh, I know they were surprised. Yeah. yeah. They, they started to come back a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. I and you were on the bench. Uh-huh. And I said, Coach Cups, if you don't put Ray Vaughn, Back in the game. I almost tweeted it, but I was like, you know what? I better not. But you were on the bench, right? And they were. Yeah. So um, now you're off to uh, prep school. Mm -hmm. Why don't you shout out your prep school? Shout out AZ Compass Prep. So how'd that come about?
1: Mm -hmm. Came about. I've been watching AZ Compass Prep. They got YouTube things, like YouTube episodes and stuff like that. And obviously with Tata Washington, you know, he's with the Rockets now. He played at Kentucky. I've been watching, you know, them ever since, but I never thought I was going to go there. So when they reached out to me, you know, asked me to come, you know, I was definitely considering it. I was considering, you know, some other prep schools. I feel like it's time for me to play on a bigger schedule, you know, get my name out there even more and play the best competition before I go to college, so.
0: What do you feel like you need to work on at prep school like what's your when you leave out of prep school you say i've gotten better at the following things i've accomplished what i want to accomplish
1: everything above i feel like every part of my game could get better like i can get better at something and i know being out there at AZ going to help me with that
0: what is what is coach miller when as far as your conversations what did he tell you you need to improve on
1: uh he told me just keep being me he always told me that you know he always told me you my type of player just keep being you. You know, you're going to get better over time, but just keep the same mentality, and that's going to take you a long way.
0: Now, are you, uh, you a little nervous about moving away from, from home? I mean, you haven't ever lived anywhere else. Nah. But the I Natty. Never,
1: nah, nah, I never lived nowhere else, but nah, I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous at all. I'm going to miss my family and stuff, obviously, but I ain't nervous.
0: Okay, good. So uh, some of the players on the team there, who who are some of the players you'll be playing with? Anybody of – uh. You know, high rankings people would know about? Yeah, Mookie
1: Cook, uh mm-hmm. well, Marquise Cook. Uh he's ranked like top ten in our class or something like that. He's a, uh yeah, he's ranked number six in our class. He's a four slash guard. So a lot of people gonna know about him for sure. And we got a lot of more players, you know, that's ESPN ranked and stuff like that. So we're gonna have a solid team.
0: That's good. Um, what did your what did you coaching staff say to you about, you know, the move to prep school?
1: They thought it was a you know, a good move, you know, just get away from home for a little bit because I'm coming right back to play at UC, so they thought it was a good move. Yeah, that's good. When do you uh, – so let's see.
0: When do you leave? You're leaving pretty I'm soon? I'm actually leaving
1: on the 31st. Okay. Because school in Arizona start August 1st.
0: Oh, man, they're starting.
1: Yeah. Man. early. Start. Early. Yeah, you, you ready for that? You know, school since night started, like, late August, so I didn't really know that until, like, last, <laughs> like, a couple weeks ago. So
0: You know, when you I, – I do want to say, you know, when you – um. Decided that you were going to go um, To prep school and AZ Comp- There were Bearcat fans that were worried You mm-hmm. weren't going to come to UC Did you hear that?
1: Yeah for sure 100% What do you
0: got to say to them? Like tell them what's up I'm here with it uh, I'm committed You're committed Coming back home <laughs> I love it I just want to make sure they don't they don't feel like you leaving us right? Yeah So um, I want to end on this Ray I've got four questions Quick questions Quick answers You Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay so, growing up, was there one Bearcat player, basketball player, that you watched growing up that you really liked and admired? And who is that? You know who Broom is? Yeah, Kane Broom. Yeah. I
1: really like Broom. Okay. Like, he was a backup player off the bench, mm-hmm. but I feel like for the years he was at UC, he was always the glue guy. Like, every time I come to a game and stuff like that, I'd be like, and we're brooming, we're brooming. Like he had come out the bench, but he was always my favorite player. Like he just was the glue guy. Like he never scored as much, and yeah. Stuff like that. Like he wasn't really best player, but he just always. I felt like he was always the glue guy, and I felt like that's you know the glue guys always the most important guy on the team.
0: No question. He's good. He's a yeah. good dude. Yeah. Um, who is the greatest rapper of all time? <laughs> my brothers. You? I'm sorry. What? My brothers. Your brothers. My brothers. Shout out to your brothers Shout out Stax and Fleet man Make sure y'all go look up their music Goats Yeah for sure Okay If it wasn't your brothers Who would it be?
1: I had to say Rod Wave He okay. got the generation right now <laughs> The reason I say that Is because he's so versatile with his music Like okay. I feel like He's the only rapper Out right now That can sing mm-hmm. Rap Do gossip music Like he can do it all Okay that's why he's my favorite. And he switched it up so much.
0: So is this who you listen to before games? I know we talked before. You listen to some country sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Which really threw me off.
1: I listen to a little bit of everything. But I like to listen to, you know, more music that it get me on go for yep. sure. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, greatest basketball player of all time. King,
1: LeBron, or MJ. LeBron or MJ.
0: Okay. For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, when you finish your career for the Bearcats, how do you want people to remember you?
1: My, my personality. I feel like I got a great personality. My motor, I feel like I'm always giving it 100%. I
0: agree with that. You know, just me always giving back
1: to the fans. That's what I want to remember me back.
0: Who do you admire the most in life and why?
1: My mom. I remember my mom. You know, she... I ain't going to speak too much about it, but she's been through a lot, you know, from her, you know, still be here and, you know, just fighting and, you know, just putting on, you know, all her kids, because that's what mean most to her. You know, I definitely admire her the most, and if I ever become as strong as she is, I feel like I'll be good in life.
0: Love it. At what point did your mom realize, Rayvon's pretty good at basketball? Um,
1: I don't think my mom really know how good I am. She just like, <laughs> she, she just watched the games and just happy that I'm having fun. Yeah. That's what I love most about her, for sure.
0: Yeah, I've talked to some different athletes and um, was talking to a, a, a person in music and the person in music was like, my, my mom didn't realize like how big I was mm. like until I actually was at the Grammys. Mm. She was like, what, why are you at the Grammys? He's like, Mom, <laughs> I have gold records. Like, I've told you this for a long time. Oh, yeah. She just it never that's mm. always just her baby, right? Mm. She just never processed that. She's she's gonna know. Mm. She she's gonna so, know. So. How, how how proud was your family? I mean, when you win the state championship.
1: Oh. My family is more than proud because that's all I was talking about going into the season. You know, yeah. We're going to win state. We're going to win state. But I know it was game by game. So, you know, I always talked about winning state, but I know there was more parts to it. But that was always the main goal. And that's all I said. I was like, as soon as I win state, I accomplish everything.
0: Mm. So, last thing I want to ask you so um, long term plans. Um, basketball will only be there so long. You can only play hoop. Mm. I mean, you look at LeBron. Chris Paul, some of those guys, I mean, they're in the later parts of their career, and not a lot of people last that long Mm. in the game. Uh, When the basketball stops bouncing, what's Rayvon going to do? Have you thought about this?
1: Yeah, I definitely thought about it, you know, and I definitely, you know, still thinking about it for sure, but I definitely got a lot of ideas and things, things, you know. I like to do, you know, like being an actor. I always wanted to be in a movie or a TV show and stuff like that. Start selling clothes and stuff like that, you know, doing interviews and stuff like this. You know, I like to, you know, do stuff like this. But, you know, that was definitely some things I got in mind.
0: Okay, we, we, we can't go past the actor part because mm-hmm. I was just telling Stu, my <laughs> producer. Stu, do you remember this the other day? We had that conversation last Thursday. Remember what I told you? I said, before it's all said and done, I will be, I will play a what? you remember this a villain I want to be a villain in a movie like you think I'd be a good villain for sure For sure. like I I want to yeah because I I I don't know what it is but I want to be a villain in a movie one day uh your favorite actor Chris Tucker Chris Tucker okay what type of movies you want to be in what type of actor funny movies like Friday Rush Hour funny movies like that okay what do you know about you know the first Friday for sure you seen the first sure. Friday? Okay, sure. that's all I grew up watching. Which, which is the best Friday? You've seen all of them, right? The first one. It's the the first one. Okay, classic. All oh, good. Mike Epps was I good. I thought though. he was gonna make a.
1: I thought gonna make a last Friday when you bring Smokey and uh, Day together.
0: They were supposed to. They, they yeah. Some, something been, happened. That would have been legendary. Yes. Yeah. When I was when I was playing for the Bearcats, that's all we used to watch mm. was Friday. So you can't never go wrong with Friday. No. Whenever it's on, I was like, I got to stop what I'm doing yeah. for a little bit and, and, and watch this. Uh, Ray, this, is, uh, this has been great. I know you're busy. You've been all around the world mm. um, playing hoops. And I think the, the cool thing, and we'll kind of leave on this, is that you know basketball has taken you to so many places that if it wasn't for hoops, you may never have gone to those places. Yep. Just think of, I mean, where the journey's going to take you. You ready for it? sure 100 i hey, love wait. it i love it man i appreciate you coming on the podcast appreciate you having me bearcat fans uh, i want to thank you for listening to another episode of the bearcat basketball podcast you can follow me on social media i'm on twitter and instagram at alex meacham facebook linkedin snapchat big meach 41 i'm on TikTok. thanks to the wanted hills head coach stu holt at alex meacham 41 Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Go Bearcats!